0: with your personal message or logo, and there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everybody, I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we've got a long episode. We're gonna talk about a lot of really, really cool stuff.
1: Yeah, so everybody knows that everything's opening back up in America, right? Yeah, it is. The floodgates have opened up. Um, And a lot of festivals are planned, and we wanted to let everybody know what some of those festivals are for the remainder of 2021. Um, So we've got a whole list put together that'll be on the blog on our website. Um, But we're going to go through those and talk about some of those. It's not everyone. It'd be hard to put that on our website. It'd be like 10 pages long, I think. Right. Right? It, it's very extensive. You just sort of skimming the surface. We are skimming the surface. But we added a bunch in there. But to celebrate uh-huh. the opening of America's whiskey trail, yeah, we're going to drink two 15-year-old bourbons today.
0: Oh, I love 15-year-old bourbon.
1: So let's get straight to the whiskey first, right? Let's do it. So the first one I got, you know, this guy right here, he holds a high praise in this old Texas heart, right? Sam Houston, aged 15 years. Um, They're bourbon from Sam Houston. The only thing I knock on this is that it's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. He's a Texas man. He's a Texas man. I still wish they would pick something from Texas or Tennessee. I'd be fine with Tennessee because he was from Tennessee, you know? Um, but Sam Houston, if people don't know, he was the, he's the father of Texas. Uh, on the bottle, what he said, Enlighted by patriotism and guided by wisdom. You know what? I think of wisdom. I think of a 15-year-old bourbon. Um, so, me and you were sitting here speculating beforehand, right, about where this comes from. and um, Well, we know it's from Kentucky. We do know it's from Kentucky. You know what the mash bill is. The mash bill is 74% corn, 18% rye, and 8% malted barley. That kind of narrows it down just
0: a tad distilled and aged in Barstown, Kentucky. So, Barstown, Kentucky, 74% mash bill. What do you say? I say Barton. I say Barton. So, uh the
1: the the other bourbon Morgan drinks, Calumet Farms 15 a year. It's the same mash bill. Same age, same parent company. Same parent company the that- Parent company is Western Spirits out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. They also own brands like uh, Bird Dog and Lexington that has the horse on it. So um, we know those those bourbons. Um, yeah, this was laid down in 2006, in April of 2006. So there was uh, only three barrels of this bottle right now. So you could find this bottle for about $144 up to $300. What do you think I paid?
0: 144 or less. Yeah, paid 105 bucks for it. There you go. I stole it. You stole it. I stole it. S O S T O L E D. Sold. we need to probably get some whiskey though. Let's do it. <clears throat> so you think this is some of them fallen warehouse barrels? I don't I don't know, but <clears throat> it does uh, it's oaky. Yes, it is. It's also got that deep, dark fruit nose to it, kind of syrupy fruit nose. Plums, sweetened plums, sugar plums. Well, I might go drink drinks on this sucker, Pow. That's uh, it's got quite a punch to it. Very oaky. Yep. Still, them sugar plums you're talking about, yep. though. Yep. They're oh, there. Yeah, like uh granulated sugar on the outside of them. Yeah. So this is
1: 103
0: proof. Not I was expecting more spice out of this. I'm getting this. I'm getting the I'm getting the spice though. I'm getting it. It's not a lot of it there, but I'm getting that uh that little bit of licorice undertone. Still got those sugar plums, that that nice raisin plum sweetness that comes across, a lot of oak, but I'm getting a hint of that um, that licorice from underneath.
1: Yeah, I think it's
0: a, a mighty fine bourbon. You remember what you were doing in 2006 when this was being made? I do remember what I was doing. Well, not specifically in 2006, but around that time. What was you doing? I was living in Ohio, northern Ohio. Yeah. I had a manufacturing company I owned up there, and I was uh, kicking it. Kicking it hard until 2008 when the economy kind of crashed. Hmm.
1: Well, I was on the Coast Guard Cutter Mackinac and in April. It was a heavy freeze that winter, and I was still breaking ice uh, in April up in Whitefish Bay, right wow. outside of Sault Ste. Marie, right over not too far where the Edmund Fitzgerald lays today. Wow. Um Breaking ice up there, I have vivid memories of that, thinking, man, I'm ready to go home.
0: That's a long time ago. I mean, 15 years, you, you start thinking about it. A lot's happened in the last 15 years. Yeah.
1: I, I think a mighty fine uh, expression of whiskey here uh, to honor Sam Houston, um, I'm I'm fine with him putting this in a bottle for him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, we're recording on Sunday, actually. This is Sunday. Uh, tomorrow is National Bourbon Day. There's been some festivities over the last couple of days down in Bardstown to celebrate National Bourbon Day. Yeah, and I guess this episode will be released two days after National Bourbon Day. So, well, speaking of Bardstown,
1: yeah, you know we would be remiss not to start off with that. You got to kind of start off with a granddaddy of all bourbon events, right? Which is the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. It's the 16th through the 19th of September. If you don't got tickets yet, they're sold out. You might have to go scalp some. Probably. You could look on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, and you probably find some that people have to change their schedule or something like that. I had other events that came up. But totally different event this year. Our good buddy Steve Coombs is uh, involved deeply in that. Um, this is their 30th year. They've been doing it since
0: 1991. So this year is a little bit more about – well. It's about Bardstown, but it's also more bourbon-centric. Yeah. It's more about the bourbon industry. It's more about, it's not so much the craft fair that it's been in the past. It's more about bourbon lovers. Yeah. It's a 21-year-old event, you know. Adult event.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we went two years ago, and it was like a lot of advertisement down there, um, insurance sales and AT&T and stuff like that, and a lot of crafts. Um, but I think they're going to be focused more on bourbon crafts, um, bourbon swag, I guess, and the distilleries and, and live music. So that that's a good thing. Now, you were telling me about they're going to add to
0: that next year, though. Yeah, so 2022, uh, this was just announced uh, during the festivities this weekend. But <clears throat> in 2022, they're going to add a bourbon and barbecue championship, down there as in june actually so expanding the bourbon festival to include something in june related to uh having a big event a big like judging event for barbecue oh i thought they were going to have like a bourbon drinking
1: event i'd go down there. no no
0: there's definitely going to be some bourbon drinking. am I'm, I'm sure you'll find your 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 good buddy uh big mo Casein, big mo casin down there with this barbecue yeah you'll prob- probably be there cooking up a storm and drinking as weller. Well I didn't know if they were going to have a bourbon drinking competition.
1: I'll go down there <laughs> we'll take we'll take the big chief down there and show them what for uh so that's what's going on in bargetown. I think that's kind of neat, but we wanted to kind of showcase what else is going on around the nation too uh just in case you can't make it to Kentucky this year or to the Kentucky bourbon festival. There's other events out there you can go to right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, our good friends Donnie and Teresa, the Beattyville Moonshiners, um, they actually set up their own bourbon event—a bourbon and moonshine event. It's the Beattyville Bourbon and Moonshine Festival in Slade, Kentucky, and that's on the tenth of
0: July. So, if you want to go over to Eastern Kentucky and the hills up there, um, now this is this is actually just not too far from Winchester. This is this is. Um just a little outside of Lexington, there. Slate, yeah. Kentucky's is yep. right at the Natural Bridge State Park and Red River Gorge. Red River Gorge. A beautiful place to go spend a weekend uh, camping or staying in the lodge. They got a really beautiful lodge there. You know, the natural bridges that are formed out of the limestone. You can go hiking up in the trails and hike. It's, it's just a great place. And it's not that far from Lexington. No, that's not that far of a drive. You know what they can't, <clears throat> they say you can't have bourbon without moonshine. Is that true? Well, I think it all had to start somewhere, right?
1: Well, yeah, but... I mean, it's White Dog, right? Really, whiskey. Yeah. But, hey, that's an event you should go check out. You could meet Donnie and Teresa over there. They're going to have some other people over there. Um, The Neely family is going to be over there, I believe, other industry folks. It's really at the foothills of the Appalachia. Uh,
0: You want to go over there and check that out. Make a weekend out. Yeah, most definitely um if you if you if you bring your jeep there's some nice trails are there yeah
1: yeah i know we always see some friends over there jeeping and stuff and that's not too far from the hatfield mccoy trails you can go atv and over there you can go take a side-by-side like we have over there um and make an entire weekend out of it hike red river gorge rock climbing over there Uh, i think you have some whitewater rafting over there there's a lot to do in that area oh yeah definitely The next big event, though, is the New Orleans Best Bourbon. Let me say that. The next big event, though, is the 18th through 22nd of August. That's the New Orleans Bourbon Festival. (laughs)
0: Yeehaw. Big event.
1: That is a big event. Now, that's usually in March, um, but they changed it because they had to postpone it, you know, they already said, let the good times roll down there. That's that city's motto. Um, that's a event you're not going to want to miss. They always have a theme. Uh, you want to check out their website. We put that on our blog. Are we going? Man, I'd like to, Jim. That'd be, whew. we're going a lot this year. We're getting <laughs> back on a road for sure. So that's a good event right there,
0: right? Um,
1: I might have to get under the pour of this, Sam Houston. It's tasting so good.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Now, Mike, I'm gonna revisit it here for just a second though. I have to say that the the finish on this is 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 uh inviting. And I'm watching my glass go down, but I have to be kind of careful because it's uh it's I've been drinking beer all day. Ah, uh, It's ninety-four degrees outside. I mean, it's, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. So we we went out today and we hit a few of those uh Craft, craft beer um, breweries. <clears throat> I probably, right. Beers are sitting heavy on They're me. sitting heavy on me. While you sip on that,
1: I'll tell our listeners what else we got for you. So another whiskey event we picked out. It's called Whiskey Business. This is on the 20th of August in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio. Not known as a big whiskey city, but oh, It's getting there, Mike. It is getting there. Um, so, this supports the, I think I'm saying this right, the Whip Museum. Uh, all the proceeds from this is going to go to that. You're going to be right on the riverfront. If you haven't been to the Riverwalk in San Antonio, a beautiful place to go and visit, eat, not too far from the Alamo. Uh, you can go check that out. But they're going to have industry folks down there, too. They're going to have live music- they're going to have craft beer there, wine for the people that don't drink whiskey. Um, they're going to have food. but They're going to have a lot of whiskey. So make sure you check that event out. If you're in Texas area, you can't make it up Kentucky this year. Hey, we understand. They already sold out the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. We'll sell these events out to Absolutely. spread the love.
0: Um, heck, let's get another pour of this, Jim. Let's do it. I, you don't got to drive anymore. So. I don't. You know, while you're pouring, Mike. We Like I was saying, we, we went out and hit a few uh, breweries today to to have some ice cold ones because it was very hot. And we drove through downtown Louisville, and I have to say, there was a lot of activity on Main Street, downtown and Whiskey Road today. A lot of people moving around. We crossed the 2nd Street Bridge to go over to the Indiana side, and uh, while we were sitting there at the light on Main Street, getting ready to hit the bridge, you could just see all the bustle, hustle and bustle on the street of all the new tourists. So... It's it's starting to break free. Yeah. Like I said, it's
1: the floodgates are open. So, the next big festival, it's here in Kentucky. Now, this is a festival I've wanted to go to uh, ever since I moved here. I'm going to try to go to this one this year. It's the 28th of August. It is the Railbird Festival. Rail Lex- Bird. In Lexington, Kentucky. Now, if you like horse racing, you like music, you like bourbon, this is at Keeneland. Now... Churchill is kind of the granddaddy of racetracks, but Keeneland might be the most beautiful racetrack on um, the grounds. there are just spectacular. Keeneland's the G- GQ younger brother. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's super nice. They've got a lineup of bands just a mile long. Um, some bands that are going to be there are Midland uh, Band of Horses. The Dave Matthews Band's going to oh, be yeah. there. Yeah, Leon Bridges um, Marin Morrison, um, the revivalist, Jason Isabel, the 400 unit Japanese breakfast. I'm not even sure who that is. Uh, Pine Grove and more. So the first rail festival was in 2019. Uh, they had to cancel the 2020 and obviously this one right here will be their that's second. So awesome. I'm so glad to hear you said Jason Isball's here there. Huh? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, so many other bands that I didn't they, list, but like I said, you can check them out on our website, and there's a link in there to that festival. So, man, there's some great festivals right there already that we've named out, right? Well, we're just going to make it even better while we're sipping on this 15-year-old Sam Houston. Oh, you are? Yeah. So, 18th of September. Yeah. Wings and Whiskey crawl in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Now, now you want to buy your tickets to this. I mean, wings and whiskey, don't they go together? So you can go around downtown Louisville, Urban Bourbon Trail, different places are going to have wings, and those are included in your ticket. I think you get four wings at each stop and a taste of whiskey in your ticket. So you get drink tickets and stuff. So you want to make sure you check that out. If you're going to be here at that time, that's a whiskey event you can go to. Um, kind of a not of a festival, but a whole little bar crawl with wings and whiskey. So are they going to have the trolleys? I'm not sure about that. On their website, it's the wingsandwhiskeycrawl.com. There's a link in there for Louisville. But if you can't make it to this one, they got several other cities that you could hit, which is nice, right? That they're going to have this whole traveling whiskey thing. Um, I, I love that kind of stuff. Um, and we got several other like that on our list that we're going to go through. So the last one that I'm going to mention in this this half right here, I, I just know me you're not gonna do this. Maybe you are. You've been back in the gym, so maybe you're up for this. I'm not up for it. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you right now. Twenty-fourth of September is the fourth annual bourbon burn. What? What it, is that? <laughs> the burn is a part bike tour, part bourbon festival in a three-day fully supported bicycle tour. Of Bourbon Distilleries and Thoroughbred Horse Farms of Kentucky. Yeah, I won't be doing
0: that one. You sure? I'm sure. I had to hang up my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, raced, I raced BMX for so many years, and I just broke so much stuff. I just can't get on a bike again. I'm done. Well, this is a different kind of bicycle, I would think. The
1: price on this is $449 for the event. Uh, you want to check out that link in our blog, on our website. Check it out. Um you won't see me and Jim on this event. I guarantee you. We'll be at the finish line. Yeah, I might. We might go to the finish line and say hi to you. But <laughs> um, still, for there, we have many listeners. A lot of our uh, listeners in our private Facebook group that do these kind of things. Um, it's for guys like that. Adam Adam Boothby might. He might be right up for this challenge right here. I know he does kayaking. He's that Iron Man kind of fellow. Him and his wife are uh, Sarah. So make sure you check that event out. And that's what I got for the first half. Now, we still got plenty to go for this show, right? Yeah.
0: So, there's a lot more. So, I hope everybody's writing this stuff down, right? Well, no, I already, uh, it's in the blog. I wrote
1: it down for them. Yeah. I mean, we compiled a little description of each one. And we've got some big surprises on there for you
0: in the second half. Yeah. So, what do you think, Mike? What's the, what's the final word on this Sam Houston 15? <sighs> Man, it's pretty special. It's good. It's really good. So, this is this is 15-year-old Barton Juice. Everybody loves Barton. Good stuff. Um, it's not too oaky. Uh, it's, it's a bit oaky, but it's not too oaky. Now, we had the, we had the 14 or the 13 or what, what, which one which 12? We did the 14. 14, okay. Uh, no, we did the 12 of
1: this, and we did the 14 of the calamite. Got it. Um, Whiskies all start blending together after a while, don't they? They do. Um, but that's what we had was the uh, 12 of this. I still got it on the shelf, which is a spice bomb. And the 14 of the Cal, Calumet. And I've had some other Calumet before. Um,
0: so, well, that's the first half, listeners. All right. Well, we'll take a short break here. We'll keep sipping on the same Houston when we come back. We've got another bottle and another list of events. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, you can't drink whiskey without glassware. And Mike and I are extremely pleased. have a sponsor like premium bar products premium bar products offers direct to consumer the finest whiskey glasses cocktail glasses and bar tools with your own personal engraving i mean you can write anything you want on these glasses anything from a company logo to a personal statement and there are no minimum orders their direct consumer platform offers you the opportunity to purchase small quantities of your favorite glass shapes that enhance the pleasure of enjoyment and drinking a whiskey and make it all very positive. They offer the absolute finest, trending and handmade glasses, as well as a comprehensive range of styles. And all of their items have been designed with purpose, practicality, and longevity in mind. So if you're a bourbon or whiskey group and you need custom logos, you need to reach out to premium bar products if you're an individual you just want a few for your bar to impress your friends to give out as gifts you need to call premium bar products they need to be your one and only source for custom glassware i can tell you right now the bourbon road that's who we use Janie and carson and the team there at premium bar products will take care of you they'll treat you like family and they'll take care of you with every order Hey, listeners, well, we are back. Uh, Mike and I are drinking a couple of 15-year-old bourbons today. We're talking about all the great whiskey events that are planned for this summer, this fall, and into the future. And, uh, Mike, what do we have in our glass? Well, we got that – I don't know if I'm always saying that – Calumet Farm,
1: 15-year-old. Now, we're thinking this is the same juice. Same barrels. This one's a little bit bigger batch, so this is 19 barrels. Jeff. So,
0: the Sam Houston was three barrels. Yep. Same mesh bill on this. Yep. Um, a little higher proof on this. This is 105. The Sam Houston was
1: 103. Um, still, you know, we nosed it. We sipped on a
0: little bit already. It's pretty close on. It's, it's similar. The nose is spot on the same, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Uh, the palate's a little bit different but let's 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 revisit it again because oh yeah you know when you're when you're switching bourbons you need to give it a fair shot now this bourbon is actually named for uh Whirlaway
1: okay he was the 1941 horse of the year he also won the triple crown um hell of a horse right i mean he was a legend that's a that's a horse when you win all three um, it's been a minute since we had one yeah yeah so the trainer is ben jones and you know the jockey who was the jockey of this horse eddie arcaro yeah yeah super
0: famous oh yeah probably the best known jockey of all time and in that age or well yeah well you know you've got every age every age has a jockey right um and in that time eddie arcaro was the guy yeah, I had somebody the other day tell me
1: secretariat. They were t- trying to explain to me about secretariat, and they were like, "Yeah, it's named for this or that." And um, I was like, "No, is it named for really the secretary of the owner?" And they were like, "I said I'll tell you something else interesting about secretariat that you don't know. I don't know if you know this. I or might not know. Did you know Ariat boots?" Comes from the name Secretariat. No, I had no idea. Yeah, and if you look at the
0: label for Ariat, it's three horseshoes. I had no clue. <laughs> Ariat Secretariat. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Mike, you're just a wealth of knowledge. Well, just a little <laughs> bit. Uh,
1: these women got together and they worked for Reebok at the time, and they wanted to make a more comfortable cowboy boot. You know, I'm a big. I wear a lot of Ariat boots. I think I have eight or nine pairs of them. And uh, so to me, uh, they're a super comfortable boot. Um, but yeah, secretary at and we're getting sidetracked there.
0: <laughs> That's all right. <clears throat> so back to the whiskey. So you and I are going to go ahead and taste through this again, because even though we've had a sip of it before, we need to do it proper. Well, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, for me, Mike, the nose is the same. Uh, Maybe a little bit more ethanol on the nose on this one. A little bit more bite to it. But for the most part, it's the same. A
1: little bit of bitterness on that back end. And I don't know because it's 19 barrels. And maybe they picked those three honey barrels to go out into the Sam Houston.
0: Yeah, this doesn't have that same uh, sugar plum sweetness. It's got a little bit for, more spice, pop rocks. A little More spice, a little bit, a little bit less sweetness. It's got that bitter note to it, like you mentioned. Um, this is not the same bourbon that's in the same Houston bottle. Well, it might be the same distillery. But would you might put be, those nineteen barrels together? You yeah, know, you're, the blend of barrels differs. Sure. These. Yeah. yeah. Now,
1: same price on there. Those are go for a hundred and forty all the way up to three hundred,
0: um, depending on where you get it at. What do you think I paid for that one? I don't know, hundred and nickel. Spot on, right
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna buy it, and then I saw it at
0: Costco. Yeah, uh, and I was like, how can I walk past that at that price? Yeah, I had the fourteen year. I think I paid one hundred fifteen dollars for the for the fourteen year. Yeah, I mean, I I feel good that I got both of those
1: at those prices. I actually bought the Sam Houston in. Um, right outside of uh, St. Louis, which is a bourbon desert over there. But I walked into the store and I saw it on the top shelf. I said, hey, what what are you guys asking for that? They told me and I was like, just go ahead and pull that bottle down. So, how do bourbon and blondes feel about living in a bourbon desert? I don't know if they think it's a bourbon desert like we think it's a bourbon desert because we're kind of spoiled, right? Yeah. You go in a liquor store here and the bourbon aisle is just a mile long. Me and Vivian actually stopped by Total Wine over there in St. Louis, and it was like a quarter of what Total Wine here is. Total Wine here will have, it's not just one side of an aisle, it's both sides of the aisle are covered up with all kinds of goodness. Sure. Right. But there is, you know, maybe we went into some liquor stores and might have five or six bottles of bourbon. Um, And then I, you know, to me, that's a bourbon desert. But there's not as many people hunting there either. So can you run across a bottle like this where the liquor store owner um, maybe doesn't really know what he has and um, their employees don't know what they have and they just grab it down and say, there you go. Sure. Um, this would be in a locked case in some liquor stores here. So I, I felt glad that I, I picked it up. Actually, I felt glad both I picked both these up. So Well,
0: they've, they've got them both right now at Costco in the case, one per customer. See, there you go. In a case, too, though. Yeah, one per customer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so getting back to our festivals and
1: stuff. So I know you love Cincinnati, right? I do. So I got a festival up there starting the 1st through the 2nd of October. It is in Covington, Kentucky. There at their conference. It is the Kentucky's
0: Edge Bourbon Conference and Festival up there. You're going to want to check this out. Um, so, is this the conference surrounded by the sort of the distilleries in that area? Well, actually, they're going to have uh, keynote speakers
1: like Bill Samuels from Makers Mark, uh, Marcus Neiman from Four Roses, Molly Wellman. She's an author and mixologist. Uh, so, they're going to have some big names there and stuff. Uh, big Chief all- from the Bourbon Room. Well, I don't know. I might be on another trip that time of the year. <laughs> that's uh, that's getting right around my birthday, and you know me and my birthday. I we we try talking to... about blowing sandwiches in Nashville. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I might be in a Caribbean this year. <laughs> Who knows? I'm being Vivian are trying to take as many trips as possible this year, and just just good for you. We're just trying to have a good time. Days off to me are are, are going to be spent having a good time, like I'm doing today, is recording an episode with my good buddy. So you want to make sure you check that out right there. They're going to have some bluegrass. They're going to have some beer there. Right there uh, in the area, they got Braxton Brewery, too, if you're a beer fan. So um, I'm sure they're going to be there. Some great food down there. So this is
0: Mainstrasse area?
1: Yep, in that area right there.
0: So I got a breakfast
1: place for you to eat there in Covington. You're going to want to hit this place up. Now, you got to kind of close your eyes. It's called the Pepper Pod. This is a throwback to a fifties diner. Um, if you order stuff and it looks like it has peppers on it, it might be cigarette ashes. I don't know. What,
0: <laughs> what? Now nobody's going to go, Mike. <laughs> no, no. I'm serious.
1: It is amazing little place, uh, little hole in the wall place. You want to check it out? Uh, go to the Pepper Pod. Hit it up if you're up there at this festival. I love it. Every time we go up there, I go there. <laughs> Not far from New Riff, right? Not far from New Riff, like right down the road. And then
0: right next to New Riff is Party Source. Pretty good size, liquor Probably store. the best bourbon selection at a liquor store in northern Kentucky. In northern Kentucky. I'd say that, too. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Um, so that's
1: another one. 22nd through the 23rd of October. Right down the road from us. Now, we're probably going to have to hit this one up. This is bourbon on the banks yeah. in Frankfort, Kentucky. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, it's right on the Kentucky River. If you haven't been to Frankfort, the Kentucky River runs through there. Uh, Buffalo Trace is right down the road. Woodford right down the road. Mike, I think we need a booth at that one. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we can get this done. Yeah. Castle and Keys right down the road. Our good friends at the Stave are there. Um, They're going to have dozens of bourbons uh, there, ranging from the most popular to the most discreet. Uh, They're going to have microbreweries, wineries, good food. Hopefully, the bourbon road will be there. You can walk along the banks of the uh, Kentucky River, enjoy acoustic musicians, sample rare and unique bourbons,
0: spirits, wine, and beer. Does life get any better I know. And if your head's spinning right now and you're like, I can't keep track of all this stuff, you know what? You don't have to keep track of all this. Because, Mike, you've written it all down. <laughs> I did. I'm, I want to make your life easy. UrbanRoad.com. Go to the blogs page. Articles. Uh, yeah. And episode uh, 171 or so, I we're, think. We're in there. 172. I don't know what it is. We're getting close to 200. <laughs> <laughs> Working poor Jim to
1: death. So, that's a that's an event in October, late October, you're not going to want to miss. Um. Then we're on to November. So the 3rd through the 6th of November, it's nice and
0: cold in here in Kentucky. It gets a little chilly, right? Not too chilly. Yeah, so our our winters don't really start till December here. Mm-hmm. So good chance you get good weather in November. But this is the Bourbon Classic.
1: Okay? Big deal. Another big deal. Another big deal. This is more of a dress up. The Bourbon Class- Classic is the holy trinity for experiencing the best culinary cocktail and bourbon arts through a collection of rare and interactive events Yep, a lot of speaking engagements there a lot of shifts a lot of bourbon food pairings yep yeah guarantee your good buddy steve coombs will be there um josh moore has competed there um i think david danielson's competed there too so some of our guests that we've had on are are gonna be there at that event probably peggy knows gonna be there i would imagine
0: they're so, probably judging, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So you're definitely going to want to be there at that event. Um, I think it'll be an amazing event. This is a little, I said, like I said, a little bit more dressy, a little bit more uh, business casual. So
0: um yeah, it's great that you know all all of you listeners have been able to pack away those vacation days while during COVID. I got some packed. You away, got them so. in the store. Now you can use them up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The
1: next event, which is several events, Jim. Now, I couldn't do all the dates for these because there's so many. Um, This next two events. So, the first one is called Beer, Bourbon, and Barbecue Festival 2021. They've got it in Tampa, Florida, Charlotte, North Carolina, New York, New York.
0: Cary, North Carolina. You know where that's at? I do. I know where Cary's at. Research Triangle area. (laughs) Raleigh-Durham. Chapel Hill, kind of. Why are they just going to say that? Atlanta, Georgia. because well, Kerry's Cary. Kerry. Cary's Kerry? Yeah. All, right. Atlanta. All the people from Kerry are like, don't, don't group us <laughs> in. Is that they got Duke basketball and North Carolina basketball? Yeah, I mean, the it's, it's called the triangle, right? Uh, Rale- you know, Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. But Kerry's right there, you know. This is Cary. They're doing their thing. Well, they
1: definitely bring in some bourbon there, (laughs) barbecue and beer. Atlanta, Georgia, and Oxon Hill, Maryland. You know where that's at? I don't. I don't know where it's either. But they're going to have, like I said, beer, bourbon, and barbecue. Uh, They're going to stop several cities across the U.S. Uh, It's a one-day event at each place. Uh, Over 60 microbrews on tap, 40-barrel-aged bourbons, and succulent mouth-watering barbecue. Yeah, big coat, big Cason might be at some of and you, these. And
0: you share the, the link to that site every, and all the
1: events. Every event has a link to it. Awesome. So you want to make sure you check this out. They're going to have bluegrass. They're going to have blues, rock music. They're going to have a cigar tent. Um, there, and They're going to have tasting seminars led by pitmasters, head distillers, and brewmasters. Definitely a monster event across the United States. I told you we were going to hit it, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to take you across America's whiskey trail. Me and Jim are going to own that.
0: So, Ching, America's whiskey trail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so make sure you check that out. Um, so the so the last event I got for you. Now these guys are they're they're there's something in the whiskey world. I guarantee you, there's something in the whiskey world. Whenever they give somebody an award, you know it. Um, it, It's a statement when you get an award from these guys, and this is whiskeys of the world's events. You know, when they give somebody an award, you think, okay, that's a good bourbon. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Whenever they say this is the bourbon of the year, this most people say, okay, that's the bourbon of the year. Um, So they're going to be in cities like San Francisco, California, San Jose, California, New York, New York, Dallas, Texas. Atlanta, Georgia, and Seattle, Washington. What about Louisville? Well, I named a whole bunch of Louisville stuff off, Jim.
0: Yeah, I guess. Okay.
1: But I mean, the only thing I could add in here is if we had our own event. Yep. The Bourbon Road Classic. The Bourbon Road Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Kentucky doesn't have, right? Well, let me finish this up, and I'm going to tell you what Kentucky doesn't have. And I'm going to shock some listeners here because they're going to think about it. They're going to be like, oh, you're right. So, imagine having a world's worth of whiskey under one roof, right? I'm not just talking about bourbon now. I'm talking about all whiskeys. whiskeys from around
0: the world, over 200. So, scotches, Irish whiskeys. Japanese. Japanese. Maybe Hicks. Maybe some from Mexico. Who knows? India's getting big in the whiskey world now, too. Yeah. So,
1: that'll be right at your fingertips. You're going to be able to meet the maker's and brand ambassadors from each distillery, they're going to be there present to help you make the most of your experience. That's a pretty big event across the United States. So we've went all the way from the East Coast all the way out to the West Coast. We've been down South. We've been up to the Northeast. um, And we've hit the mid-America, right? The flyover states, as we would call it. So back to what I say, Jim. There's something that Louisville and Lexington and Frankfurt and Barstown doesn't have. And that's they don't have a whiskey judging competition here.
0: No. I didn't I didn't know that. We don't. Now Fred Mennox got his his awards. Right.
1: His Fred's picks. But they don't have a panel of whiskey judges here in Kentucky. Truly the home of bourbon. Um, I, I still think that's something. And I've, I've talked about this with several people and they're like, that's too big of a thing to put on. And it, there's a lot goes into it. That'd be a dream of mine one day that, you know, me and you get to be part of that and be judges on a panel like that here in Kentucky. And um, maybe with some other podcasters and we do our own um, judging of whiskeys and give it out an award. So, Hopefully something in the future we might see from us. That's a big event that we, I think we could probably do with help from others.
0: Um, but I'd like to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting idea. No doubt about it. Well, Mike, any last words on the Calumet 15? I, I like it. I'm still glad I bought the bottle. A little bitter on that back end. Um,
1: still very complex. Both of these whiskeys. That Sam Houston it, it just
0: it just coated your mouth, yeah. Um, this little less, little higher proof that, yeah, I, th- I think for me, side by side, they don't compare. I think standing alone, the Calumet would be just fine. It is a little bitter on the back end for me, it doesn't have that level of sweetness that the Sam Houston has. When you're trying to compare the two, I think it falls short. The Calumet does, yeah, um, but they're both great whiskeys, uh, they're both great expressions that represent uh, extra age bourbon extra age Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Um, so, um, for me, if I had to choose, I'd buy the same Houston.
1: Well, I would, obviously I bought both of them. I'm not ashamed that I bought either one of these bottles by any means. And, and we're not saying, Hey, you have to go out and buy these things. You know, we both are Point in our life. We've told many a people we're definitely not whiskey snobs. And I always say the best bourbons, free bourbon. Yeah. Um, but I did go out and buy these myself. Um, I'm not ashamed to say that. I had a little extra pocket change that I saved up. I said, hey, I want to get these bottles for myself. And I'd actually bought um, one of the Coast Guard guys I work with. He was leaving here. And his wife said, hey, I want to get that Sam Houston 15-year-old. She told me what she found it for. I think it was like $300. And I said, don't buy it. Do, do not buy it at that price. And uh, I'd found her the 15-year-old but it. At paradise uh, liquor and wine and I, I got it for it and Vivian took it over there for her. but so I didn't mind that but when I found it for the price I got it for her, I was like hey oh yeah for a 15 year old bourbon you know there's people that have less than 15 year old bourbon out there that probably not as good as this for two hundred dollars so you know i'm a, I'm with you i I love it I love that Even though it's not a Texas bourbon or a Tennessee whiskey in here, I still think it's good. represents the man, the myth,
0: the legend, Sam Houston, the father of Texas, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, I really appreciate you bringing these bottles today. I think that they're a fine representation of... Uh, you know, extra aged Kentucky bourbon, bourbons that have gone the extra mile in the barrel. And uh, they are different. They're definitely two different whiskeys. They're not the same. They might have the same mash bill. They might be from the same distillery, but they're definitely not the same when you taste them. No, that is definitely true. Now, hey,
1: just one more point of news for all of our listeners out there. So when I came over here tonight at to 5 o'clock, Fred Minnick was on on the show, and he was naming his weeded bourbon of the year. What do you think he picked? Well, you already told me, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it's out there by the time everybody's listening to this. But he picked um, Legends, their weeded bourbon, their one fifteen,
0: which means you already told everybody how yeah, we, damn good it was. We already had this on the show. It's been a, it's been a few weeks, yeah, uh, but you were comparing it to Weller, and I'm telling you what. Am I right or am I right? You're right. It was a good bourbon. And Why? we had the cast drink. It was 100, what was it, 114? 115. 115 proof. And I, I came over here today. And I saw it. I left it over here for you. There's a little bit
1: missing. And I, I was thinking, man, Jim Jim thinks I'm going to come over here and get some. <laughs> he's trying to get that one down. <laughs> but that's how good it is. Yeah. I, I, I know it's good because you're drinking it. You know, and your shelves are lined with some amazing bottles up there and that's the one you're picking a drink from, so we know it's a good bourbon. I just thought I'd tell everybody that real fast. Yeah. Well, Mike, where can everybody find us on the internet? Well, you can find us at TikTok. You can find us at Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can get social media. We're gonna be there. We're gonna be in your face. Putting barbecue on a on a on the internet, right? Putting bourbon on the internet. We're gonna be talking to people. Uh, putting my big old mug out there. You're going to see our face a lot more. We're going to be a lot
0: louder, um, and we're just going to let let it roll. Yeah. So um, it's it's time to to unchain. It's going to crank unleash. it up, free crank big up. chief. There's a lot of sayings. <laughs> unchain, unloose, leash it, unleash it. Let him loose. Let the big chief loose. <laughs> Open that cage door. Let him out.
1: So we're also on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group. It is growing. We're at 1970 right now, I think is the number I saw tonight. Um, Get in there and join that group. You got to be 21. You got to like bourbon and you got to agree to play nice. Now, that's the rules me
0: and Jim aren't going to change. We're not going to tolerate any rudeness in there, right, Jim? Right. I mean, you just have a good time. And it's not a good time when you tell somebody, That you had uh, a really good bourbon from Jim Beam today, and somebody jumps all over you and said, That's not good bourbon.
1: Yeah, if you're in another group, in those big, giant groups, um, and you feel like there's a lot of that going on, or if you don't want to look at politics all the time, people get tired of that. You know, we're not a news channel, we're a whiskey, we're whiskey guys. You want to see that kind of stuff? You want to see good stuff? You want to post? retirements, birthdays, even deaths of family members or good friends in there. You want to raise a glass to somebody like that. Say, I want to celebrate their life. We're all about that. You'll see us in there in the bourbon roadies. Get in there and join. There's angel shares going out. There's all kinds of stuff going out. We got a giveaway that's that's going to be going on this week with Old Salt Coffee Company where we're sending out two of their cups, um, two bags of bean coffee. Um. And a bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. Yeah. If you haven't had it, that's some stuff right there. So, I'm giving you the whole package. Yeah. I'm going to send that out and stuff. You never can tell what else I might throw up in there. There might be
0: some bourbon samples. Hell, I might even throw in some of those 15-year-old samples in there. And and just a reminder, we are going to have a bourbon blending challenge. It's coming. Yeah. So, be practicing. Be picking up your be picking out your component bourbons that are going to go into your blend and the percentages and work on that blend. Get it just right. Because this is a real deal. I expect everybody to play
1: along too. Even yeah. our moderators, I want people to send put me in gym to work. Yeah. Make us make us work for this. I expect some some great blends out there. Hopefully some people send us some weeded. Blends, you know. Don't yeah. be
0: shy. Don't be shy. I, I, I will say this: Let's try to keep them between ninety-five and one hundred five proof, just so that we're comparing apples to apples. You Fair think so? Us? Yeah, I think it's probably not a bad idea. Well, if you know how to proof it down or something like that, I guess you know it's if, it's
1: called adding water, Mike. Adding water, <laughs> or oh, if if you've sent a high proof one, I'm not
0: going to kick. It. <laughs> well, the thing is, is you know, if if we allow the proof range to go too wide it won't be a fair contest that's true that's true That's uh, fair. so enough. 95 to 105 that kind of keeps everybody in that at around 100 proof range yeah um you know and and the math's not that hard if you have questions about the math maybe i'll put out a blog on how to figure out the proof well you heard it jim's gonna write a blog that's... you don't you don't you don't need a you don't need something to measure you just do some calculations sure so jim speaking of that you know, contact us and stuff. We have
1: our website. We've mentioned it several times. This blog will be on there. It's a quite lengthy blog. Uh, search through that that blog and stuff. I'm sure Jim will do it up nice in there. Um, all the links are there for you. Make sure you read those blogs. Um, there's also our whiskey reviews on there. Um, Adam does a great job of putting those up there. We put a lot of effort in those for you. So if you're out of the store, you could read through our tasting notes. You can see what the MSRP is to make sure you're not getting ripped off. Right. First, um, making sure something's fit your palate and stuff. Maybe you haven't been too wrong when people say, Hey, we're, you guys are spot on usually. Um, and that's cause there's two of us and we meet in the middle of the bourbon road. Oh, and- I
0: just think we probably have really raised the sales of sh- sugar, sugar,
1: with fruit Loops, whatever fruit else, loops. <laughs> whatever else you want to call it. Um, when you're not listening to us, hey, give some of them other podcasters out there a listen. I, I put a couple of those guys up um, to give them some love and stuff. But there's so many good podcasts out there right now that you give them a listen. You know, we got Bourbon with Friends. We got Perry over there. Um, this is my Bourbon podcast. This is kid. my Bourbon podcast. You got uh Bourbon Hunters. You got uh, Cash Chasers. You got so many different out there. Bourbon and Blondes, if you wanted to listen to uh, funny girls that cut up all the time and you could tell they're drinking a little bit of whiskey, they're great to listen to. Dad's drinking bourbon. Big John, he's always off the chain down there. The podcast um, with the grease right down there. Lots of fun. oh uh, You want to listen about bottom shelf stuff uh, under 50 bucks? Blue collar bourbon um, is another one. I could keep going and going and going about these bourbon lens guys. Uh, pretty straight cut on their reviews. Listen to them. Everybody is in the Business are raising each other up. Um, we talk to each other more than people think and um, helping each other out. You know, Jim, I got to say, you're always great about giving information about our editing and what sound quality we have and stuff. And I'm always grateful that I don't have to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we both do our things, Mike. You're, you're, you're a magician in the part that you do, no doubt about it. And I really appreciate everything you do. So, you know, like Mike said, you know, we do a couple of these shows a week. We'd love for you to listen to both shows. Uh, we do a short episode every Monday. We do a long a long version every Wednesday. If, if there's something you would like to hear, a person you'd like to see on the show, a bottle you'd like to review, uh, if there's if you live in a small town USA and there's a local distillery and we haven't heard about it yet, let us know. We'll review it. We'll talk about it. We'll reach out to them, won't we, Mike? Man, I...
1: All the time, trying to reach out to distilleries. People say, hey, you need to try this or you try that. Or even if I'm on the road, I'm looking for something new. I'm looking for that next big thing, that next secret, that next whiskey that me and Jim just flip our minds about. Like, oh my God, this is good. Um, Do it. Um, Don't forget to hit that subscribe button up top. So you can keep listening to us every week. We're going to come at you two times that week with our whiskey review and our long episode. Then scroll on down. Give us that five-star review or I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to get you. (laughs) I'm going to bring my box of cereal (laughs) with me too. And a a bottle of whiskey. Give us that five-star review. We will appreciate the hell out of it. So please help us out.
0: Yeah. So. Definitely reach out to Mike and I. You can always find me on Instagram at jshannon63. I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the bourbon road.